Well, thank you very much for having me here at Grace Church. It's a great privilege to be here with you all. Uh, I'll be taking you today to uh, the Ephesus. So I'd like to talk to you about the passage a little bit later. I'd like you to understand a bit of what the church was like that during those days. So if you can show the video, that will be just uh, wonderful. So this is a journey, a second tour that Paul takes, going to the Ephesus. Uh, there obviously church started during his days. Um, he bring the gospel to this city. Uh, and year 52, 53, there was a church slowly, slowly started. Uh, geography, Strabo says that uh, this city was the second most important city in the Roman Empire. Uh, Roman calls this city a crown jewel of Asia Minor. Very important city. Ephesus was one of the biggest in Asia Minor and definitely the most important one. Politically very uh, important. It has its own harbor. Uh, it's its own trade center. Very big agora that where people come and uh, trade. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a Roman Empire. There are many cities, you know, important Athens, Jerusalem, Antioch. Constantinople, Cyrene, uh, Alexandria, but Ephesus definitely after the Rome was the most important city during that time. Uh, city was also have a worship center, uh, as we know as the Artemis, God Artemis's temple. Actually, you would see soon uh, that big temple, and uh, it's also known as Diana, which is recognized as one of the seven uh, ancient wonders. Uh, in the world during that time. It was very big, uh, very important. And uh, here's a city that this is a harbor on the left side. There's a harbor walk uh, going to the main um, marble road. And on the right side, they have the main theater. Here, the square down here, uh, right now, they're coming up. That's the agora, that's where people make their trades. And then very important uh, library, Celsus library, which has been built later uh, from Paul's era. And uh, obviously during that time, the, the library was very important uh, because um, people needed to uh, read. There was nothing else. Uh, so there were small other couple other libraries in Ephesus. Very interesting fact that actually uh, the library has an underground route to the, to the brothel. So it's interesting that we always think that the men read during those days more than we do. I don't know what was the reason they were going to those libraries, but the city was actually a wicked city. It's a, it's a bad city. That was the environment when the Paul is came here. And when Paul came uh, in this uh, place and other uh, important people started to make a, a small church over there. Uh, this is the Domitian era that we are talking about, Augustus, Domitian, and Nero, uh, during those years, they're all very uh, cruel men, especially Domitian, very proud. He thinks that he's divine, uh, as well as Augustus. Uh, one of the writings at the top about the Augustus, we read it, it, it says that he is Lord and Savior, and Caesar is never wrong. So that was the environment that with the church this little church, it started. Uh, Paul visited this church a couple of times with uh, a few of his friends, 
and uh, lived here a few years, start a uh, study called Tyrannus Academy. So they get together in this place and study the scripture all together. As you know, Aquila and Priscilla is another member of this church. And Gaius and Aristarchus is almost, if you read, uh, remember the Ephesians, Ephes, uh, the book of Acts, that you see them, they almost got killed, as well as Paul. And another member, that Timothy, he was around here once in a while. Um, John himself, Apostle John. Uh, even Jesus' mother Mary, known in the, this city. That's a, that's a pretty nice church, huh? a little church. You know, when you think about that, just to be around those guys, I mean, you know, Paul cannot preach every, er, preach every week because, I mean, there's Gaius, Aristarchus, and John. You know, there's lots of, lots of people. That's a, a nice small, small group that you would want to uh, have it around. And in this environment, uh, that after, uh, this is like year 52, 53. Here we are, we have a, mail, a letter, mail, I just was say, say mail. We have a letter that is sent uh, to Jesus is uh, giving to John to send to the, the, the church in Ephesus. And that is like 40 years later. So obviously all the apostles are gone. If Gaius and Aristarchus are de- there, they're you know, pretty much you know, not preaching anymore, not really in the leadership. So they have probably have a new senior pastor and you know how that goes. You know, just, you know the apostles are gone. Now there's this new man. They're, he's not apostles. So the, there are lots of change and there are lots of problems start at the church too. But it was a really solid church from the start ground. And here in the text, um, we see that it starts, there, there's passages that Jesus rebuke, encourage, uh, and promise in some of the, some of the uh, seven churches all around the Asia Minor. And this one, we see that um, very interesting. He, he talks about the churches as the golden lampstands, because it gave the light. Uh, to the world, and it's talking about the seven stars in right hand. That that people are discussed about that. Uh, some things that, that those are the angels of the church, the messengers of the church, and some things that there is different meaning on that. But texts start with the image of this Lord and King who is powerful, who holds those seven stars in his hand, and uh, he has the holds that the. Golden lampstands, he is the power. He's walking among them. I'm, he says, that I'm seeing you guys. I know what is going on. You've been, this is your 40th year anniversary, but I know what's going on in the church. Jesus reminds them. And the really good thing about this church, they're really hard working. And they're, they're, they, they have, I mean, just when you think about this in our uh, environment, so they have lots of home groups, they have the projects. They wanted to uh, reach the people uh, outside in their uh, streets. They have projects to help the poor people. So they're a very active church. To be in a hardworking, it's, it's, it's great. And that, is, that church is very hardworking. And Jesus is very um, happy about that. So it is very important in our nature that we need to be really hardworking for our, our Lord. Not that, the, um, again, we were just talking a few minutes ago, that it's not about the, uh, the, the deeds that we bring, that we deserve the results that Christ given to us, but because he has given us his grace, that we glorify his name. So we uh, preach his words. We help others. We do the 
right things because we know that we have been saved by our Savior Jesus Christ. And this church are hardworking and they're not grown weary. It's a powerful church. You can see that there are uh, lots of apostolic uh, guys has been built this church so well. The Lord has blessed this church so well that the church grow and grow. Many people start to attend. It even started the different churches in uh, around. The, one of the church we know is a Colossae. It's uh, the, one of the member of the Ephesus went to start a church plant there. So many church planters start from this, this city. So they're very uh, also like a, they have a patient endurance. They're, they have toil. They're, they're just standing strong in hard times. Um, this church, I mean this church, Ephesus in year after you know, 80, 50, 60, they have had really hard times. And it's not like just hard times that, you know, the, you know, the people in the streets refused to hear the gospel or stuff like that. No, they, I mean, they were like burning alive and stuff like that in the Roman world to the Christians. They were throwing them to the, the wild animals. The Roman world was really bad, especially under the Nero Empire. Um, Nero. So uh, we know that guys are, are stars almost murdered. The Paul has been almost murdered. If you can remember the Acts, the book of Acts, they, they start to say, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. 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 I mean, I just said four times, it's already start to bother you, right? So these guys yell at two hours straight. And the standing guys and our star horse, they're, they're going to get killed, but they first need to hear the gospel of Artemis. Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. So they were, obviously, that, the Artemis also was in that world, was a financial world. He was the god of, uh, she was god of fertility. So you see that she has many breasts on the images. And, but she's also the, the god of finances. So many people around the world in Roman Empire, they were bringing money to the putting, the giving to the Artemis. And they were selling lots of models of the Artemis and stuff like that. They were making money off this god. So they didn't want to lose that. When the gospel came, the Christians are really pressed down. They start beating down. They almost get killed. And things gone really hard. I mean, uh, I know that we have hard days and stuff like that. But when you imagine what those guys are stand for, the gospel... It is amazing. And I'm hearing here that the people are really scared here in England to talk with the guys outside. Because they have different backgrounds. They're different people. They're scared. We cannot even go and share the gospel with them. These people were murdered. I mean, I can tell from my story. I have a great friend, Najati, as in my Bible school Friends, godly, godly man. I mean, if you would meet with him, you would tell that, why did you bring Karam, not Najati? You know, it's like a, that kind of godly man. He's a great, lovely pastor. Um, he became a minister in 2003 in Malatya. And a few years later, him, another brother, Ur, and another German brother, Tilman, has been murdered. And they snapped their bodies many, many, many times. People hate us. So I, I just try to bring you that it is, I, the, here in the West, people are 
almost sensitive to anything. I mean, like, I, I even heard those stuff that, you know, they're games for the kids that you make them race, but everybody win an award in the end or something. Or they don't keep score. I mean, what kind of game is that that you don't keep score? <laughs> but we don't want it to be, we want it to be sensitive to brothers and sisters. Like, look at those guys. I mean, they're just, they're ripping apart those people for the gospel. We are here so secure in the, in the West. It's really interesting. I, I experience that more when I go to the America. They're, they're very protective when saying some words. Oh, don't say that M word. Don't say that F word. Don't say that the B word. Don't say, I mean, there's some word for every letter in alphabet that <laughs> offends somebody. You know, like we become so soft in, in things. I mean, and people are here in England, here in Manchester, that I realize in a couple of days, that's scared to talk about their faith. Let me tell you, that's really sad. It's honestly really sad. Such a safe country is that. And such a wonderful gospel that we have. Because that they have big, long beards, that what, what makes you scared? That is a wonderful gospel that we have. And they need that more than anybody. Let me tell you this. I work in this Kerim Isle. This is more Muslim city than my city. You would never believe if you'd come to my city. It's a touristic city. You would never believe that. Don't scare to share gospel with these people. The, the, the hard time um, that you are going through, that many of the apostles, many of the brothers are going through in the world. I'm not saying that you don't have hard times. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like using that philosophy. It's like, hey, you guys are going through a really easy time, so get, get over it. That's not what I'm saying. It's just the life is easy on every person's own back. I know that. The life is not easy. Everybody has their own problems. But let's focus. Let's keep eye on Christ. Let's not look to this world. Let's not focus to this world. Let's focus on him. And stand there. Patient endurance. That's what the, the passage talking about. So um, I actually have a hard time. I, uh, I can share quickly that in 2012 that they find out that somebody was trying to assassinate me. And there was a gang. They were, uh, they were ready to go. And the police heard about that. And during those days, I, somebody used one of my articles in national media. And things gone really bad. I write about abortion. I write about some army issues and stuff. I didn't, I'm nobody, so I didn't even think that nobody would use my article. But media loves to use religious leaders' stuff. And all of a sudden, they put me on the, the magazines. They make me look like I'm a terrorist. And uh, I'm against everything. And, and all of a sudden, I start to hear those threats. People follow my wife in the streets, people call us home, they wanted to send packages all of a sudden to our home, and finally the police called me and said, you know what, you got to get here to the station. I go there, and they'll tell us, there's somebody trying to kill you, and it's, it's going to happen soon. Well, that's not a lovely thing to hear, so and I'm like, oh, I'm just panic. If I try to tell my wife in a basic terms, and uh, they search and search, finally the police decide to give us a six-month protection. I mean, the police walked with me everywhere I walked. Very, very stressful. I kept preaching. There's nothing can stop us to preaching the gospel. Nothing should be stopping us to preaching the gospel. So this church has a patient endurance. They're standing. They're not going anywhere. They're not going to stop the church because they're going to kill the guys in Aristarchus. They're going to keep going. That's the church. They have one life, and they make it to count 
for the Christ. So, you know, like, what would you do? I would like you to think that. Most, most people, like, I, this is my fourth time in the UK, and everybody talks about the weather. I mean, just get over that weather, guys. <laughs> like, it's not going to get better. That's what it is, right? I mean, I know that this has been for hundreds of years. There are more important things than the weathers. Let's just focus on the, the important things. I'm sorry, probably Pastor Mike never going to give me the pulpit again, but, you know... <laughs> Usually when you're in another church, it's much easier to talk because you're living the following day and, you know, you don't worry about the things that you, you say. So the church in Ephesus stands strong. And, they, and, and they, they also stand strong against the wicked, bad people. That's another thing in the Western world. We are almost welcoming everybody. We, we call it like a welcoming church. I mean, it doesn't matter who this guy is, that is. So, and I know that in this church, you guys have really uh, sold, built system that talking about studying together to make the members and stuff like that. But you know how the West gets right now. Oh, pretty much everybody is the members. And here, one of the problems that's, it's that there are heretics in the church. It's called the Nicolaitans, if I'm saying right in English. But uh, and the, the church father, Irenaeus, is talking about this man, excuse me, this man as the deacon Nicholas. That's where the name comes from. So he says that the deacon Nicholas later on got off from the faith and he started his own kind of, what would you say, uh, domination and thing. And, and that church basically become really uh, like awkward, wicked church. And, and they started to do some sexual uh, things to live, uh, to worship their own God. That's not me, I don't think. All right. Let's get started. And uh, that was fired up sermon, I guess. So, so I got I to gotta tie quickly because, you know, you, you, might, not, you might hear it again. Uh, so let's focus to uh, our passage again. So the, the, the church has done really good things. We were just talking about uh, they are hardworking and they are standing in their uh, the grace and they they're, they're doing do good. But there's one thing that there's a problem with this church uh, that the passage says that they have lost their first love. They're abandoning that first love. And that, that's very interesting. What is that first love? I, I, when we think about that. Our first love, like there's sometimes you can, you can almost imagine that, like your, I don't know, like the, the day that you married with your wife, first time that when you hold your baby. I mean, when they gave my son to me, that was just dramatic. I mean, that thing was, I mean, sticky and ugly, but I mean, I couldn't love anything more than that. It's just as a first love. You just your heart is in it. Do you remember the day that you say? The Lord is, I know that you are the Savior. You're my God. I know my sins, Lord. That's your first thought. Are your heart is there? That's very important. We need to go back. We need to think about that. You know, we need to go back to that first law and hold that law. And, 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 and this is not just a vertical law, it's a horizontal law as well. You know, just loving the scripture as well. Focus. Your love to the Word of God. Focus your love to other people. Focus your love for your God. When, I'm, when we're thinking about 
the people. And when I'm thinking about Tilawa, just the, this question came to my mind. So that it's, it's a bit of dramatic, but like, do you really love the people that walking in Curry Mile? Like you see them every day. Do you really have a passionate love for those people when you see the people in the Curry Mile? You're seeing that, you know, they need, they need to hear gospel. They need to hear who our God is. Do you really love them? They have a really passionate love for them. And it is very important this, to understand this love. I'm kind of uh, tied up quickly. I'm sorry for just hopping around because we, we already lost my most important 10 minutes of my sermon. So, well, you got to live with that. So... We, important things about love, you need to remind the gospel yourself every day, like your first day. Remind yourself every day. Look to the uh, mirror. I mean, I'm not saying it's just rhetoric talking. It's just remind yourself who God is and what he has done for us on the cross. Remember that your first love and hold that first love. Don't let it go. And if you don't, the passage is very clear about that. And I see that, you know, that the denominations break and the churches break. There's so many things happens in, in the West that we cannot afford in my country. We cannot afford the brothers and sisters in our country. So the passage talking to us that remember where you have fallen. It is very important. Like, um, to keep that in your mind daily. What is, what kind of love you have filled. It's very important because sometimes we do things to impress others. We do things, we think it's, 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 it's our parents always done it. You do right things. Doesn't necessarily mean you're motivated in the right way. The love, the grace of our Lord needs to motivate us. Most of the people that do, try to do the right thing because they want it to look right. And that's a concern in the West. Like, you know, you, you wanted to make the services, you wanted to go in that group, you wanted to do this, you wanted to tell that. What is your motivation? Not blaming anyone, don't get, get me wrong. Just hold your heart. What is your motivation? And my country things are different. Like, if, you know, you, you, we don't have such a thing called volunteer service. Nobody volunteers for anything. Like, if they don't pay, why would you do that? You know, you know what separates the British people with the Turkish people? The, the British people sometimes act uh, hypocritically. You know, we have our own sins in Turkey that we don't actually interest to help others. But here, you don't really interest to help others sometimes. But you're like, eh, you know what? I gotta do that because they're gonna think that I'm bad. People. You know, that's not really a correct motivation to do the right things. The, our love. And to understand that love, look at the scripture that how much the father loved his son, but he still gave it to us. And that son gave his life for us. The second thing is repenting. Just repent. If there's anything that you see that you see in your heart, just repent. That's the best, easiest way. Like turning back. That's, that, that's easy. I done that. That was not right. I'm going this way. Turning, turning back. I don't know if you've been Michigan. Those guys have weird turns. Did you see that? Like you, you cannot actually turn left on the, uh, when you come to the uh, intersection. And there's sometimes red light you can actually pass, and there's sometimes uh, green light you cannot turn right. 
I mean, you can actually not go in the green light and you can go in some situation red lights. It's just very confusing. It was very hard to drive around to Michigan. And, and like, I mean, repenting is not like that. Just the turning back. Just make it clear you turn. Just if you're doing that wrong, just stop that what you've been doing. And the last thing is that do the works you did with the right motivation. The passage is saying that you are already doing the right things. But do the things that you have done when you have that first love. You understand what I'm saying? Those guys were doing good things, right? He's talking about the good things. All of a sudden he's saying that, no, 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 no. Do the good things that when you had that first love, go back and remember what was your heart. Where was your heart to do the right things? So, so let me tell you this. You know what happens if you lose that first love? I, we have five church buildings in our city. They're all mosques right now. When you lose your gospel, when you lose your love for the scriptures, when you lose your love for the people and don't talk with them basically about gospel, when you don't love your God, then what happens? That Lord comes and takes that light off from that church. He removes that light, life stands. But if you do the right things, it says that I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. You taste the beauty of the Lord. And you stand with the awe just before the, the face of the Lord in the Koram Dale. It's you are in the presence of the Lord. You, you worship Him. You enjoy Him. Grace will lead us to heaven. You know, the song was saying that, right? We will never cease to thank the God for His grace. So, brothers and sisters, just, this is just a reminder of the things from the brother who has seen what happened when the first love is gone in the country. Our country was the most Christian country in the world. We had the, the best churches ever built we had the best church planters. I'm talking about Apostle Paul. Apostle John. But what happened? We lost it. It's all gone. And we should not forget. It's about Jesus. It's all about him. And it's talking that I think, holding the, the seven stars in the passage. right? Can you just see that picture quickly? That's the, my last thing. That one of the coins minted during the Domitian era in John's lifetime with John carrying in his pocket. And that, that was that, uh, the coin. And you see in this coin that uh, the Domitian, that guy over there, that doesn't look like a Domitian, it looks like a naked kid, but you know, not a great artist, I guess. So that is a Domitian sitting on the globe telling that I am the king of this, this world. And there are seven stars around it. It says that I am the Lord. I'm the king. I'm the power on and everything. And here in the passage is, you know, Domitian makes his coins to his names. He is himself. He loves nobody. But our Lord says that I am the God. Jesus says that. Who love my people, care for my people, save my people out of the darkness. And I'm not sitting over the globe and seven stars. He says, I am holding them in my right hand. I'm the powerful one. I am the ruling and reigning over all creation. 